Hi, and welcome to The Final Wake Up. I'm your host, Madison Palika, holistic health coach, certified HeartMath mentor, published author of a number one Amazon new release, and creator of eBooks and courses that help you become the best you possible. I am passionate about bringing light to a world full of darkness and confusion. After becoming deathly ill, as well as severely anxious, and having doctors give me no solutions, I had to find my own way to health. I was mind blown by the things that I was finding. And I became obsessed with helping other people find health and happiness outside of the system too. I'm here to help you become happy and empowered so that you can also live a life full of meaning. You will love the final wake up if you're ready to dodge the traps that this world has set for you. If you want more, you can head to my Instagram page at madison.polika. And now on to today's episode. Okay, hello, welcome to today's episode. Uh, I just want to mention that the format of this video is a little bit different because I am taking this recording from my Instagram live. So I actually did this live as kind of like a surface level exploration of my new course that I have out right now. It's called Quit Stalling Your Calling. And the whole gist of it basically is to be able to improve your health and well-being to the point that you can start to go forward on any callings that God has put on your heart with more power, ease, creativity, health, well-being, sustainability, you name it. It's now open for pre-sale at 80% off. Since this is the first time that I'm actually launching it, I'm just letting people in really cheap for pre-sale and I'm giving you some cool opportunities. So if you sign up right now on my Instagram, you will technically be called a founding member. Basically what this means is that you get to influence the future of the course. So if you go through it and you're like, you know, this would have been so much cooler if you had this worksheet or if you had some like photos to download and save to my phone or whatever it is. Maybe you're like, oh, this was great, but I wasn't very accountable. So like you should do coaching calls with it. Whatever it is, you get to influence the future. So you tell me what you want and then I'll actually implement it. So not only do you get to influence the future of the course, but any future upgrade that I make, you actually get it completely free of charge. So you get in at the lowest price possible and you don't have to pay for any upgrades. You get everything for no extra cost. The next couple of opportunities or bonuses. Um, one of my favorite Easter eggs is that I'm actually giving away a journal that I designed for free when you sign up. And then I have a couple of optional pieces where if you sign up, then at checkout, you can get 15% off of the chef mindset. And this is basically my ebook to healthy and quick and actually delicious eating. So it's called Chef, simple, healthy, easy, fast. And it's just going to teach you how to make healthy food in a way that it doesn't dominate your whole life and take over your time. Another optional benefit is that you can sign up to be an affiliate. So I just started using this. I'm super excited about it. Basically what it means is that if you love the course, I can give you a link to share with your friends or your family or your loved ones, your Instagram following, TikTok, whoever, doesn't matter. You can send this link to them. And if they sign up for the course, then you earn 10%. So it's a cool way to make some passive income, but it helps me, it helps me help you because you're actually earning passive income. And it also helps me help other people. Um, I'm 
obviously, maybe it's not obvious, I don't know, but I'm facing some pretty intense shadow ban and censorship on Instagram, which is my main platform that I run my business. I just realized that doing this type of affiliate program can help so many people involved and kind of get me past that block of the shadow ban. And then it's more meaningful because you're sending it to people that you think would genuinely enjoy it. So kind of cool, optional, founding member, free journal, an optional 15% off of my healthy eating guide called The Chef Mindset. You can download it online or you can print it also. The option to become an affiliate and earn 10% with every sale. So if you sell one at full price, let's say you would earn $200. So just keep that in mind. Cheapest offer I am ever gonna do. There's two payment options. One of them you pay in full, just one time, and you actually save $100. Or there's the other payment option where you can pay in smaller, smaller payments over time. So just paying in, what's the word? Paying in um, installments. So yeah, enjoy the training. If you enjoy it, you can go to my Instagram to learn more or sign up there. I originally opened it up to five people and I only have three spots left now. And as of today's recording date, February 14th, happy Valentine's Day, 2023, <laughs> hiccup for the day. But as of today's date, there's only five days left to sign up. So if you hear this, run to my Instagram. Thanks for listening to me. I hope you enjoy this training and I'll see you later. Hello, hello, I'm back. And today we're talking about breath but scriptural significance of breath. So the first thing that I want to do is, well, kind of wait for more, more people to hop on. But the first thing that I want to do is I want to do, hello, I want to do a breathing exercise with you. One that I take all of my coaching clients through when we have um, a session together. We do this at the very first every time. Hi, guys. Um, so what I want you to do is just focus your attention on your heart. You can put your hand there if it helps. And start to breathe in and out through your nose more deeply and slowly than usual. Oops, trying to wave to you. Imagining that your air or your breath is like coming in and out through your heart or like your chest area. So you're not really taking these really deep belly breaths, but yeah, just keeping it focused where your heart is. Oh my gosh, so many people joining. I'm trying to wave to everyone and then I keep <laughs> getting distracted, but hopefully you're still breathing. Um, Not really Wim Hof. I don't really do the same stuff as Wim Hof um, for reasons that I've kind of already talked about, but... I don't know how to explain it. This is just, it's just breathing. It's just using your nose, not breathing through your mouth, which we'll kind of talk about today. And it's interesting from a biblical perspective. But yeah, so I like just doing this because it calms you down. It gets your nervous system a little bit more regulated so that you can actually relax and pay attention or have more inner awareness or just like get more out of whatever it is you're doing, which right now is listening to this awesome lesson that I have planned. And today we're talking about the scriptural significance of breath. Hello. So when you look at the Bible, breath is used in some different ways and explained in different ways. And the first one that I want to talk about is the breath of life. So 
Basically, humans are dirt, and God molded us together like clay. Hello. He molded us together like clay, and we were just inanimate objects until God breathed life into us. Okay? He breathed life into us. So our first breath as a species was, yes, you can absolutely DM me. Our first breath as a species, species, I don't know. It was actually the exchange of breath with God himself. And it, it even kind of reminds me of like what's going on with us and trees. Is we inhale oxygen and then we exhale and they inhale what we exhale and exhale what we need to inhale. I made that sound so complicated, but it's just this exchange. And God has been doing that with us since he created us. And this is why it's called the breath of life. So in Genesis 2 verse 7, it says, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. So notice, for one, that God doesn't breathe into Adam's mouth. Okay, he's not giving him CPR, breathing into his mouth, trying to get him to start breathing. He breathes into his nostrils. And in my program, we never do mouth breathing. We don't even exhale out of your mouth. It's always in and out through your nostrils. Um, also, have you seen those photos? Or just like people talking lately about when you breathe through your mouth, literally mouth breathers, it, like there's pictures of the way that pe people's faces change shape and like their whole structure changes and it makes people ugly. Honestly, people look so scary when they're mouth breathers. And so people have been like taping their mouths shut and stuff when they sleep at night so that they're not accidentally breathing out through their mouth. Kind of crazy, but God doesn't breathe through your mouth. He breathes into our nostrils to give us life. And it seems like kind of a small thing, but clearly it has an impact. You know, if it can change your entire face shape, who knows what it's changing internally. So I just think that it's really important to be intentional with your breath. Um, but yeah, anyways, so God breathed life into us and we still retain that breath and we retain that breath into our dying day. But this breath was what distinguished man from all the rest of God's creation. Was that God breathed his spirit into us. So, you know, in my head, it's not something to be just glossed over or, you know, treated lightly or even treated like it's dark or like a cultic. Like someone mentioned Wim Hof. There's a lot of New Agers that... Don't want anything to do with breathing because of people like Wim Hof or just like different new age breathing like dragon breath or like breath of fire or whatever. So I feel like you kind of go off into the weeds sometimes if you're not careful, but there's nothing new age specific to breathing. Like they don't own it. They can't claim it. Every human breathes because God gave us the breath of life. And so I like to treat my breath as something important and sacred and I just like to be intentional with it and it has all of these crazy healing benefits of course because God gave it to us so there's lots of easter eggs to kind of learn about when talking about your breath um, but just a few more points about the breath of life 
is it's seen again in John 20, 22. And this is when Jesus kind of, yeah, no mouth breathing. You get it. No mouth breathing. We don't even exhale through our mouth. But Jesus kind of, in this story, he's like imparting new life to his disciples. And it says, and when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Boom. And yeah, when we die, we stop breathing. Our breath leaves us and so does our spirit. So I have this passage from gotquestions.org. It's a great ministry. I love their website. If you have questions, they have answers to almost everything that you could think about. So definitely check them out. It's gotquestions.org. But so this is what their passage says that I copied. Genesis 2-7 tells us that man became a living soul. The word soul in Hebrew is nefesh, meaning an animated, breathing, conscious, and living being. Man did not become a living soul until God breathed life into him. As a physical, animate, rational, and spiritual being, man is unique among all living things upon the earth. Our breath gives us that immaterial part of ourselves that continues to live on eternally past the time our body disintegrates forever because it's connected to the spirit. It's, it's life. And in Hebrew, the word for breath is ruach or ru, ruach. I don't know. I'm not going to try to do that. Some people do that in their pronunciations, but I'm not that extra. So I'm going to say ruach, Hebrew word for breath. And it's also the word for wind, air, and spirit. And so I have another passage from God Questions. They're the best. And it says the corresponding Greek word is pneuma, like P-N-E-U-M-A. And I think of pneumonia immediately. Uh, so Greek word is pneuma. Both words are commonly used in passages referring to the Holy Spirit. The word's first use in the Bible appears in the second verse. The Spirit of God, or the Ruach Elohim, was hovering over the waters. Okay, second verse of the freaking Bible. And people will say, oh, our breath isn't important. Breath's not important. It doesn't mean anything. Genesis 1-2. In Genesis 6-17, Ruach is translated breath of life. In Genesis 8.1, it uses Ruach to describe the wind that God sent over the earth to receive the floodwaters. Altogether, the word Ruach is found almost 400 times in the Old Testament. Often, when the Old Testament talks about the Spirit of the Lord or the Spirit of God, the word for spirit is Ruach, okay? The word that also means breath. The use of Ruach is spirit when not linked with God is usually in reference to the human spirit. This can mean the actual spirit of a human, the immaterial part of humans akin to the soul, or to one's mood, hi guys, or to one's mood, emotional state, or general disposition. Ruach as breath or wind can be a reference to literal breath or wind, or it can take on a figurative meaning. God's Ruach is the source of life. God's Ruach is the source of life. The Ruach of God is the one who gives life to all creation. We could say that God's Ruach has created every other Ruach that exists. All living creatures owe the breath of life to the creative spirit of God. 
Moses states this truth explicitly. God gives breath, ruach, to all living things. Numbers 27.16 Job understood this truth as well. And he says, as long as I have life within me, the breath, ruach, of God in my nostrils. Again, not in his mouth. It's in his nostrils. Job 27.3 Can you explain why God in the mouth? Sounds so fictional. Um, you know, I don't know whether the Bible is taken completely literal, literally or whether it's so, almost like symbolic or poetic. I don't know. Maybe there's scholars out there who talk more about this. I'm sure there are, but yeah, I don't know. God basically imparted life into into us from himself. Um, and that's not really what the training's about, so I would go deeper into this, but for the sake of time and short attention spans. Yeah, if someone here can share, um, please do that. Share it with me, share it with her, and yeah, just DM me if you do, and I'll share it also. Anyways, later in Job, it says, the Spirit of God has made me, the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Job 33.4. Okay, so that's kind of the first point of just breath in general. It's sacred. It's intentional. We were given the breath of life. Every breath that we take, it reminds me of, I think his name on here is Joshua Kingdom Priest. And he did the testimonial video where he was a Christian born again, and he decided to do mushrooms. And when he did mushrooms, he basically was dead in in the palm of God. And God was literally giving him each breath and he knew that like if god wanted to stop giving me breath at any time he could so he would be just like choking and then god would give him another breath so literally it's this constant exchange that god could decide to end at any time so i like to treat it with intentionality okay the second thing that i wanted to talk about breathe the holy spirit on me yes The second thing I want to talk about is this idea. This is not Bible truth, okay? So maybe that was misleading with what does the Bible say. But there is this like older Jewish idea about the breath and that we say Yahweh every time we breathe. And this was on Got Questions. I didn't come up with this myself, but I thought it was really interesting. And you can take it with a grain of salt if you want. You don't have to believe in this, but I just liked it, thought it was interesting just like from the background of Christianity and whatever. So this again is from God Questions. And it says, Jewish sages associated the covenant name of God, Yahweh, with breath. The idea is that the name itself, when pronounced, is the sound of breathing. The two syllables of the name correspond to the intake and outtake of a single breath. In this way, the theory goes... Our breaths evoke the name of God. A naturally voiced inhalation sounds like Yah, and a voiced exhalation sounds like Way. Thus, with every breath we take, we are speaking God's name. And I'm betting probably some of you stopped and took a breath to see if you could hear it say Yahweh. When I was reading this, I did the same thing. Um, So in this idea, this Jewish old sage idea is that since we're always breathing, therefore we always have God's name on our lips. And that's beautiful. So meaning 
We are speaking God every moment of our lives. And we pretty much have no control over it. Like breathing is something that automatically happens. We don't think to ourselves, okay, I got to breathe. Like it, it just does. We, we just breathe. So constantly speaking God's name. Your name will ever be on my lips. And so that's pretty amazing. Again, thinking that we should probably treat our breath with some intention. So again, if we take this idea of Yahweh constantly being on our lips, literally. So every time we breathe, we're saying the name of God. Think about, okay, the times that you've been stressed and your breathing gets really shallow or you forget to breathe in general and realize later on like, oh my gosh, I've been holding my breath. Is, like, are you honoring the name of God? And if the breath of life is stifled, like in these situations, what's actually going to happen to you? To your emotions, or your health, or your facial structure, like we talked about earlier. Uh, What's going to happen to your spirit and your spiritual life? So just think about it a sec, you know, let that kind of soak in. And continuing with what Got Question says, it says, when the natural act of breathing is viewed in this light, the name of God is everywhere. Atheists and agnostics acknowledge him constantly. A baby's first cry is a calling out to God. The sighs of a sufferer are wordless appeals to the God who hears. And when we cease speaking God's name, we die. Like as soon as we stop breathing, we're dead. So that's awesome. It says, in our quietest moments, in the ease and constancy of breathing, we are reminded of God's life and presence. So yeah, it's an interesting thought. Again, that idea that every breath forms the name Yahweh is not like Bible truth. It's just something that the old Jewish, Jewish sages, wow, say that five times fast, Jewish sages, Jewish sages, <laughs> so dumb um yeah but so the point is is that i just want people to know that it's not bad or or false light or spiritual darkness to be intentional about your breath god gave us everything in creation for a reason and your breath can either do you harm or you can use your breath to help with things like anxiety and stress and worry because it literally helps your entire body function better. And I'm not going to go into the science of this right now, but if you do that breathing exercise for even just like 30 seconds to a minute, you'll start to feel the difference. And there's a reason for that, because God created it that way. Um, And yeah, again, with the New Age and Wim Hof and different New Age breathwork stuff, This is not quite the same thing, like what I teach in my program or, um, sorry, I'm just trying to read these comments, but I get distracted and lose my train of thought. So yeah, just think of this breathing technique that we did today and also my course, the program that I'm running right now. It's just a practice of honoring God with your breath so that you can get out of those nervous system survival states and actually get into a place where you're grounded into the spirit. 
And it's like you give yourself more access to actually hear the Holy Spirit because you have an inner stillness and an inner quiet, if that makes sense. Again, I'm not going into the science of all of it right now, but um, someone says, I hope you'll speak more in false light. I a little bit already did. I have a video called Taking Energy Back from the New Age, and it's not like a huge in-depth look, but yeah, trauma response, absolutely. Fight or flight mode, absolutely. Yeah, I was stuck in fight or flight for years and it was terrible and it, my breath is what helped me. Um, gosh dang it, losing my train of thought. I hate when that happens. So I'm just going to go back to my outline. Sorry guys, I don't remember what I was saying. Um, but yeah, just using your breath as this way to acknowledge this exchange between you and God. Using it to center yourself in the spirit. Using it to quiet your inner tur- turmoil. Using it to quiet these temptations and and the feeling of wanting to reach for things especially when you're in fight or flight or survival mode we want to reach for the soda or the candy or the tv shows or the porn or the masturbation or drinking or drugs or sex whatever it is if you just honor your breath and breathe intentionally you can start to avoid those things and avoid the traps that Satan is setting out for you. So it matters. It matters. It matters for your health. It matters for your well-being. It matters for your relationships, you know, the people that are around you. But it also matters for your ability to carry out the Great Commission. You're here to be a fisher of souls. And if you're not doing that, you're not living the purpose that God gave you. So... I hope that this has inspired you guys, and if it has, you can dive so, so, so much deeper into it in my course. It's called Quit Stalling Your Calling. This is the first time I've ever opened it as a course form. Thank you, Trina. You are making me feel so good. I seriously do appreciate any encouragement I can get because it's tough on here with Instagram and shadow ban and everything. So if you enjoyed this, um, I will share it to my profile and it would be amazing if you could share it to your story or like send it to a friend or a family member that you know really needs to hear this um so right now it's on pre-sale it's actually 80 percent off the original price which is insane there's two payment options um so one of them is a one-time payment where you pay in full and it saves you an extra hundred dollars okay so that's crazy nuts And then the other is a smaller payment plan. So you can just do like small installments over, I think it's like five months or more. I don't remember, but it's smaller payments. Um, Oh, also, when you sign up, you get a free journal. I designed designed this maybe two years ago. This was kind of when I was first getting saved and I was so excited And I didn't want to listen to myself anymore. I wanted to listen to God. So it says, good idea. And it has like the less than or greater than sign, whatever. Um, God idea. Um, Always be clear and offer stating the price. I don't remember off the top of my head what the prices are because there's two different prices. So I have the website linked in my bio and um, all of the information is there. So everything about the course Everything that's inside it, the modules, what you'll learn, my training, 
the price, how it works, everything. Also, if you sign up right now, because it is the first time I've ever launched it, if you sign up, you're a founding member. And what that means is that if you go through the whole course and there's something you don't like or there's something that you wish was in there, you can tell me and I will implement it. So like if you go through and you're like, hey, that was amazing, but I didn't have good accountability to actually finish up what I was doing, I can add some sort of like accountability aspect. So I'm actually thinking about this right now and I'm debating with the idea of for the first six weeks, giving you access to free one-on-one calls with me. So just little things like that where you get it now, the cheapest price that I've ever offered, it's 80% off of the original coaching price. Um, You have, yeah, the ability to just influence the future of the course. So any future upgrades that I do, you're going to get for free. So no extra cost to you. And who knows, I could upgrade it like a hundred times. And by that point, definitely it's more value and it will be worth more and you'll just get it all for free. Okay, another thing is you get lifetime access and you can retake it as many times as you want to. Um, if you sign up before it closes on Saturday, so what is that? Maybe like four more days to get in there. Um, if you get in on pre-sale, you also can get 15% off of the chef mindset. And I showed this in a past video too, but it's basically my healthy eating guide. It's chef with an S. It stands for simple, healthy, easy, fast. And it's just a downloadable e-guide or you can print it with eating tips so that you can eat healthy and not be poisoned by your food, but actually use it as medicine. But uh, the point is that you can just do it quickly and food that tastes good. So it's not like trying to make healthy food is overrunning your entire life. Um, Another bonus of signing up. Sorry, there's so much. You can also choose to become an affiliate. So this is if you went through the course and you absolutely loved it, you get the ability to become an affiliate. So basically what that means is you love the course. You think that someone you know would love it too. If you share it with them and they decide to purchase it, then you earn 10%. And it's really awesome. And the reason that I've decided to do this is because I'm so shadow banned on Instagram. So to kind of get around that, I'm just using my clients and, you know, basically just like my brothers and sisters that I've met through this program who can help other people by sharing it with them. I can help them by helping them earn extra cash Things are tight these days. Inflation is crazy. Um, And then it helps me just help people better. So I think that I covered all the bonuses that I'm giving for um, this course. I'm sorry, there's so many comments. I haven't been able to read all of them. And I am redeemed. I'll definitely DM you after this. Um, it's the same program. I think it's like one, the full-time payment, the full-time, the one-time full payment is 80% off. And I think the payment plan with the smaller installments is 75% off. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, 
yeah, I have another training that I'm doing tomorrow. This one is also spiritual in nature, and this is talking about strength and clarity for an end time generation or a prophetic generation. And I'm very excited. It's going to be very powerful. I have been meditating and praying on this for a while. So I'm super, super excited to talk about this one and just why it's relevant and why I feel like this course is so important right now for people to be taking so that, again, we can be kingdom workers and we can be fishers of souls like we're meant to without being held back by stress or fear or whatever it is that you struggle with. So, okay, I have gone on way too long already. I love you guys. God bless. Um, I Please either DM me if you have any questions or I can DM you. I'm remembering the people who were commenting in this live. So, yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Send it with someone that you think will also enjoy it. And I will see you again on live tomorrow. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Final Wake Up. I hope this episode sparked a flame in you to march forward in your journey for truth, health, happiness, and meaning. If you want to dive even deeper down the rabbit hole, go to my Instagram at madison.palika. If you want to talk to me personally, please send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. If you love this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave an amazing review. Bonus points if you share this to your story and write what you learned. Tag me in it so that I can connect and see how this has actually helped you. If you know somebody who would really appreciate this or somebody who desperately needs to hear what I talk about in this episode, please send this to them. Together, we can bring light to this world full of confusion and help people thrive. Thank you and see you next time.